क्या बोल रहे प्रणव क्या बोले रे अधिकेत पुन कुछ करते ना यार अपने पब्लिक के लिए अपने पक्षलों के लिए ओके आई डोंट नो इफ हिंदी रा रिस्पॉन्ड एरी बट बट वी आर डूइंग वन ऑफ आर फेवरेट मूवीज गॉली बॉय सो इट्स प्रीटी हाइप अप इन द स्टूडियो एंड आई जस्ट से रेड अप माय हॉट टेक इज यू नो Alia and Radhir do a good job, but the real meat of this is all the character actors, and all the character actors are really good. And we're gonna talk more about them and all the kind of like ensemble parts. But when I first saw Sidan Chaturvedi in this movie for the first time, I was like, "Damn, who is that?" And I just want to warn everyone in the audience: if you're a guy, you're gonna fall in love with him. If you're a girl, You're gonna fall in love with him, so guys, straight guys, don't uh, don't bring your girlfriends to him because I'm pretty sure they're just all gonna think that he's hot and then leave you for him. And um, he basically did that with Ranveer, where he was his pie in this movie, and then he just literally made out with Ranveer's wife for a whole movie after this. That was his second movie, so he literally stole one of the biggest actors in Bollywood's wives. So I'm just saying straight up, make sure uh, your girlfriend doesn't watch this movie. That is not, in my opinion, not really a hot take. My hot take is Ranveer raps all of the music better than Divine raps all the music. Damn, that actually is a really hot take. That's a real hot take, and the、That's、reason、really、is, and for those、take. who don't know, Divine is an actual underground Mumbai rapper, and he sings on this, and Ranveer sings on this. And in my opinion, Ranveer does a better job. All right. Well, we've already lost every person who authentically likes Indian rap. But for all those who are left, grab your chais. It's time to bend to Bollywood. Ah, ah, time to bend to Bollywood with your favorite bros. So. So first off, we have the hottest category, the Mirchi Meter, where we talk about how spicy this movie was, from Sanskari to Harami, and Aniket had a point. They they kiss on the lips in multiple scenes, and it's insinuated that Murad and Sky hook up. Yeah, there's also cheating. Which is pretty spicy. That's true. So, I don't know if it's all the way to Harami, but no, it's really no, close it's not Harami. But this is definitely the spiciest movie we've done yet, by far. You, yeah, I agree. Seriously, spicy movie. And as Sudan Chaturvedi has proved, he only、uh, gets even spicier with his his next movie. So the third movie, I'm I'm terrified for what's going to happen to Indian audiences. I don't But, really want to say it. Yeah, no, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be X-rated. I feel like weirdly in this movie, the things that work for me are very rarely like the romance of the characters, the kind of relationship between Safina and Murad. I really like. But like some of the elements are too much, and I think Kalki's character, which may be a hot take, just shouldn't be in the movie at all. Honestly, in all the Zoya movies, she just gets saddled with the worst stuff because I think she has the worst character, most underwritten character in Zindagi and in this. So for our most Bollywood scenes, I have I have none of the scenes with with Kalki in there. That is a hot take because I feel like she's pushes the plot forward. It. I mean, I agree with you. There's some there's some stuff that seems like Kalki's not really needed in. Um, you can argue. I would disagree with this, but people can argue that the scene where they go doing graffiti isn't necessary. The kissing scene, in my opinion, just not necessary at all. But she's the reason he gets discovered, which is a huge plot point for the whole movie because she's the reason he gets to where she he is. It doesn't really matter, right? I, I think they could have just made another video, basically, and the real crux of it is the rap battle. It isn't because of her video that he is in the rap battle. Those two things aren't linked, but but the rap battle 
the the confidence he gets is because of the yeah, productions can, that he's been doing. You can give him confidence by making him do another video. We didn't a whole ass character for it. Also, I I the reason I also don't like her is I think the graffiti scene is just like very cringe. The other parts of this movie are like pretty good, like very authentic. It felt like she was trying to make a political statement, and it felt like just too forced. Where I was like, all right, yeah, it like, was it was just more social commentary. Yeah, it was like too forced. It felt yeah. But, but I think another thing about Sky's character is it also shows the dichotomy between Murad's life and her life. Like, he's so sure. I mean, it, I agree that maybe she could have written it as a different character, but, like, I think she's there and she, her role is very important. Like, she adds the whole difference of class in his life. She lives downstairs. Her parents live right above him. Her bathroom is almost as big as where he lives. He goes, she goes to a school just about music at Berkeley, which is fascinating to him. I think she's a cool foil to Murad. Yeah, I will say one of my favorite scenes is he's he basically acts as a driver for part of this movie, and he drives around more privileged, richer people. And those scenes, I think, are amazing for the very reason that you say. But like where he has that scene where he's driving the car and um, the girl's in the back and she's crying and he's like, he can't comfort her and the camera's panning out. And it's showing you the dichotomy between the two and how he can't even like say anything to her because of class and privilege. I thought that part was like really powerful. And in a way, I feel like in a lot of this movie, when Zoya out there or the writers try to be powerful, for me, it doesn't hit. But it's almost when she tries to just subtly direct the story forward, I start to see more parallels. All the Bollywood scenes I have down are kind of more emphasized on kind of those points. So I'll just kind of list them out. And then you can tell me if you have any more ones to add. But for this one, we usually go to the most Bollywood scenes where we talk about what hits the most Bollywood tropes. This is slightly a different movie. There are not as many Bollywood tropes. It was tried. They tried to make it more grounded and stuff like that. And it's a little more like underdog rap story. So I'm going to hit more of those types of tropes. And then if we have some like insanely Bollywood scenes, we could talk about them too. First scene is the bus scene. In the beginning, when you first watch the movie, you're like, is this like a meet cute? Like, are they going to meet and like start a relationship or whatever? And they don't so say anything for those 40 seconds. You immediately know it's a secret relationship. You immediately know they're in a relationship because they hold hands and, they, and they're so comfortable with each other. And I, I just think it's really well done. Like, they don't have to explain anything. And even like the explanation after like the scenes with them, I think they actually have a lot of chemistry. Yeah, so. it's it's interesting that you say that because this is the first time Ali and Ranveer have ever been on the screen together. It's their first movie together and they have insane chemistry as these characters. And it's cool that Zoya doesn't have to outright tell the audience what's going on. So that's why I, I agree with you. That scene's really cool. Some of these are like, I'm just highlighting them. It's almost an anti-Bollywood <laughs> scene because most Bollywood movies, there'd be a long-ass monologue or like explanation. This is just so subtle. Yeah, I was gonna. I was literally gonna say that after you had already gone through these scenes, but the scenes that we're gonna talk about are aren't Bollywood scenes at all. Because in my opinion, this movie is not a Bollywood movie. <laughs> like, there's so little parts of this movie that are are like Bollywood. But yeah, we'll keep going if you want to go. Yeah, the second scene, and I absolutely love this scene, is when they boo the girl singing on stage for that college show, and then MC Share comes up, and it's his introduction. And he does the ah, that love, and he does this rap, and it's so badass. Like I just think that's such an amazing scene. And you know, weirdly, like we talked about Alia and Ranveer's chemistry. For a newcomer, and Sidan Chaturvedi, like he came in, he saw Ranveer saying, "This is like an established guy," you know. And Sidan has to be the big brother. He has to be like the leader, especially in the beginning, who's moving Murad forward. They have a really good chemistry. Towards the end of the movie, you're like, these guys are homies. Like, if we have the biggest homie award, MC Share would win. Because he's, like, the biggest homie in this movie. Yeah, even at the end, when he loses the rap battle, he just starts smiling. Because he's like, I lost, but you won. Like, he literally, like, the unselfish nature of Sadan Chaturvedi's character is insane. And when you watch the movie the first time, you kind of feel like, oh, these two are going to, like, duke it out later there's gonna be some conflict are they gonna like rap battle against each other at the very end i kind of like that they didn't do that i agree the third scene there's not that much to say about it's basically the montage where they make the first video you know that's just like classic like you know rap movie sports movie you gotta have like the training montage 
this is like the version of Rocky punching stuff in a meat locker. The fourth is the rap battle towards the end, towards the climax of the movie. And the last is when he sings Upna Time Aiga at the very end during his final performance. So I don't know. Did you have any extra ones, Steph? Well, one of my favorite scenes is when he goes to meet Sidan Chaturvedi for the first time. And he's Sidan, Sidan Chaturvedi's character posts on Facebook and says, we're all meeting and we're going to be just rapping to a beat. And he says, like, I write my own music. You should just go up there and just rap what you got. I think that's a really dope scene because it's the first time Ranveer's character really puts himself out there. Yeah. I like how he pushes him. I also really like in the beginning when uh, Ranveer's character walks in and he just does this like little awkward head nod and MC Cher just like head nods him back. I just love that. It was just like, it's like a dope thing of connection because you could tell a little bit, Ranveer does a great job in this movie. You could tell a little bit that he's like still slightly awestruck after the performance at his college. It's really funny. And I like how MC Cher, Sidan Chaturvedi is just so good in those scenes. You kind of have to be a little bit of a dick to push your like shy guy into it. But he like rides the line where he like, you never think he's a dick. You're just kind of like, oh yeah, like I respect that. He's like forcing Ranveer to do what he needs to do. Yeah. All right. Since we don't have a most Bollywood scene, what is, what's your favorite scene out of all those? Or what's the best scene? The obvious choice is MC Share's performance just because it's so good. It's very similar to the bus scene where, I mean, words are said in this, but it's a song. It's Sadan Chaturvedi's character, MC Share, is introduced as a guy who's just shitting on the people who were shitting on the previous performer. They don't explain anything. You don't know anything about the character except for the song that he sings, which is just a diss track. And it's just such a dope introduction. So I'm going to probably save that for my favorite song so i'll probably pick something else but i was watching the making of gully boy and apparently sudan chaturvedi asked zoya he's like wait does mc share refer to a tiger or does it refer to a lion and she was like i mean lion and so apparently he went and watched a bunch of youtube videos of just lions and like studied them and stuff and his whole kind of like rap persona performance persona is based on like embodying lions, which I thought was super sick. It's a very acting thing to do, but like it kind of works. Like I kind of see it. Yeah, I didn't know, I didn't even know that was a thing. That's pretty dope. Yeah. I I really love that scene too. Man, this is hard. I think I wanna say either the scene you were talking about when he raps for the first time in front of that group after going to that like Facebook group or the rap battle at the end. Both were pretty iconic. I think I'll probably choose the rap battle at the end because like it's more iconic. But I will say there were like multiple times in this movie where I kind of just got chills. She she knows how to make it hit. Yeah, she she like I don't know, this whole movie it's so hard for me to not spend hours talking about this movie because it's just so incredibly made and like there's you could pick any scene in this movie and I could you could analyze it. So even just this one category, like me saying that MC Share's performance is my favorite scene carries doesn't carry really that much weight because the movie just has incredible scenes throughout the like throughout the whole entire whatever two and a half hours. Yeah, that's true. And I haven't included like many of the Safina scenes in this too. But she's also pretty incredible. Safina is such a dope character. She's, yeah, she's amazing. such a cool, like, she's just so badass. And, like, she gives, like, she takes no shit from anyone. Yeah. Um, to maybe she, to a and, slight extreme degree. Like, oh, maybe definitely. like 10% too much. But still, I respect it. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely slightly flawed in that way. But, like, every time she's on screen, you're like, something good's about to happen. I think this movie is what made me realize that I really, really like Alia Bhatt as an actress, but she destroys this role so well. Yeah, this is one of the first movies I'd watched of her that I thought, oh, this isn't Alia, this is Safina. That's partly due to the writing, partly due to like, you know, how they directed her. But that that's pretty rare because in most Bollywood movies, like the house style is to be like, that's Shah Rukh Khan. 
you know? And that's why, like, Shah Rukh Khan always makes a joke, like, Rahul Namta Sanahoga, because he has the same name in every goddamn movie. Because you're not, you're like, oh, it's Shah Rukh Khan. But, like, the, this movie, like, she really transforms. And I feel like the one scene that if I had to nominate, like, just in, encapsulates her, I don't know, her, like, fierceness or badassness, badassery, is when she's, like, meeting with the parents of, like, this guy. And they're like, oh, do you cook? And blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no. But if all goes well, I can do your liver transplant one day. And I just loved that line. I was like, damn. And you could tell the mom's like glaring at her. It's great. She's got some iconic lines. Even one of the one of my favorite lines that she says on top, I think second to the one that you just mentioned is when Renvir asks her like, how can you be so daring? How are you like this? And she says, we're not going to be able to get anything we want in life if we're not daring. She knows what she wants. She's driven and she'll just do it. The thing I like about her too, she just seems so three-dimensional. You understand why she's focused on her career. You understand why she's badass. She also like, she's a human being. Like she has a sense of humor. Like she kind of knows who she is. The other like scene I love where Ranveer is like trying to make sure that she doesn't like beat up another person. And he's like, swear on me then, you know, at the end, she's like, I can't do that. You'll die. She has a sense of humor. Like she's just so well-rounded and I, I really appreciate that. I feel like we need more of those people, not just either this caricature or that caricature. She's like three-dimensional. You could tell she's very caring and stuff like that. You know, underneath all of it, a big simp. So it's kind of great. Yeah. <laughs> but since kind of we're talking about this stuff anyway, basically I would, I, I don't know. I feel like the two big leads are Ranveer and Alia. Like those are like the ones with the most fleshed out, like the kind of biggest arcs. And I think they're incredible in this movie. And so it goes to show that they're so incredible. I actually think all the bit characters and character actors steal it. So I have a couple of nominations. We have a new award for this one. The Pankaj Tapati Award for the bit character who steals the movie. So I have a couple of nominees. One is Vijay Raz, who he could have easily be called the Vijay Raz Award. He's incredible in this movie. He's like the scene stealer in Delhi Belly. Like he's shown up in a lot of movies and he's absolutely incredible. And I think in most people's hands, this movie wouldn't work. Like it almost doesn't work. It's so close to not working at the end when the dad's like sort of accepting. But because he's such a good actor, you're like, I kind of see what he's saying. Like you empathize with him, which is kind of incredible that he's able to do that. Like towards the end, you're like, I still don't like him necessarily, but I understand. Which is like kind of wild. Yeah, it's crazy how the whole movie, Vijay Raz is the, is the antagonist of this movie. He's, he doesn't want Ranveer to follow his dreams. And he has this like, he has a saying that says, you should uh, have your dreams ra- uh, match your reality. But at the end of the movie, you're kind of just like, you know, I kind of get it. Like, I kind of get where you're coming from. And I know you're an asshole and I know you're the bad guy, but I still kind of feel bad for you. Like, and I think, like, I don't think anyone else would have been able to pull that off. Yeah, it's very, because, you know, like, so this is more of obviously of a serious podcast. So I bring out all my pretentious uh, ideas on our more serious podcast. But then there's, there's this idea when I used to want to be an actor, like I played a serial killer and I played a bunch of like characters that, you know, aren't good guys. And there's this idea in acting that no villain thinks they're the villain. And they did this with writing, but Vijay Raz, like he, he literally just thinks like, look, I'm just trying to like beat this guy up and use anything I can to make this person realize that he's, he can't pass up jo- like a good job like this. He has this line where he's like, I've seen more sunsets than you. Like, it's not a lie. That, that one scene, he says, I can't have lived this lie my whole life. Like I have to be right. And it yeah. kind of makes you feel that he kind of knows that he's wrong, but he internally doesn't want to believe he's wrong because he would have come to the realization that he wasted his life. And um, to be fair to him, like this thing that happens to Murad is so one in a million, such a pipe dream that like t- maybe 99% of the time he's right. So it's kind of crazy. So anyway, I got I to gotta nominate him. And I wanted to nominate Vijay Verma, who's incredible as Moeen. Like he's, again, another character where he's like, you shouldn't like him because he's kind of a scumbag. 
but man, he's so brilliant. Like the ways he gets mad at Ranveer when Ranveer gets mad at him and tries to act masculine, but like he's making jokes to seem like he's bigger than he is. He's yearning for some life outside of his life. The way he's like a genuinely a good friend to Ranveer. It's like, he's such a full three-dimensional character. And I think that's a lot because of the way he's acted. Yeah, it's it's funny that you said Vijay Verma as Moeen because I've... I had no clue what this guy's name was until you just said that. I have seen him in one or two of the things, I think, and I don't even remember what he's in because, like, he is Moeen. The cool yeah. thing about Moeen as a character is, like, you assume, and, and you said he's kind of not, he's like the shady guy. He's not a good guy, but you assume that he's a bad guy, right? Like, yeah. this whole movie, you you assume that Ranveer is right. Like, why is Moeen doing the things that he's doing? Uh, and then as the movie progresses, you start to learn more about him and who he has as a character, who he is as a character. He's he's a good friend to Ranveer and helps him through times of struggle. He even s- essentially saves Ranveer uh, from going to jail um, and still says, hey, like, post my bail when you win. Like, he believes that Ranveer actually can be what he truly yearns to be, where, like, half of the movie, Ranveer thinks of him as a means to an end. And yeah. Moeen truly is like his friend. You know, in a lesser movie, Vijay Raz would have just been like just a bad dad. And in a way, I think that's mostly his acting that saves it. But I think with Moeen, they did a good job with the writing because they do have a couple scenes where they're just like chilling, smoking, you know, and he's talking about like, look, you can't be a coward. You need to tell Safina like that you hooked up with uh sky and like other scenes where just like hanging out with sidan chaturvedi's character mc share and that part felt like a crossover movie a little bit because it to me it feels like mc shares like the angel on ranveer's shoulder and moeen's like the devil but you realize like that's not really the case so it's it's just like it's just really well done by everybody yeah it's actually funny that you mentioned the sidan chaturvedi part because when I first watched the movie, I just didn't realize that they were like it, it, my mind didn't make didn't correlate that they're in the same scene. Like when it when I first saw them both on screen, I thought it was like a dream or something like that. So I was like, this is wild. Um, but uh, it's really funny because and and I hate to say this now because it's definitely and I could be wrong, but he improvised the lines when the rap battle is introduced. So when the when. When Veer's character sees the the sign and it says rap battle win chance to open for Nas blah 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 how many locks money yeah he improvised the oh my god like ten thousand locks and he goes jute midi gadi midi whatever he t- yeah. tries to rap and he moves his arms apparently that was improvised and they left <laughs> that in the movie um, and after that scene ended everyone on set just died and they decided to just keep it in the movie it's so good that scene's so good. Yeah, because it's like a, it's like a, another side of you don't really see a a joking like I'm gonna like I'm fucking around type of seat side of him before that because he's just like making money selling drugs and then he randomly pulls that out and you're like what the like this is so funny but like I didn't expect you to say something like this. Yeah, I like how everyone in this has a real sense of humor. Like some of my favorite scenes, I forgot what the third friend's name is. What's the third friend? Salman. Name? Salman. But like when Salman says something. And Moeen and Murad just look at each other and crack up multiple yeah. times throughout the movie. I just love that. It's just like, you know, they didn't make anyone too funny. Like, it wasn't a comedy. There wasn't actually, like, anything, like, super, super funny. It's just, like, funny in, like, a relatable way. Like, that you would be with your friends. Yeah, they're just friends hanging out. And the scene that you're talking about is he comes and he's super scared and he's like... My parents met with Safina. Bro, you gotta call her. And they just start cracking up because it's just like, it's what I would like. If Ramana Beer came up to me and, and said something, like, that's how I would interact with them. We'd just be like laughing, having a good time. Like, there's no one, none of the comedy or none of the drama is anything really inflated to show that they're friends. They actually are just friends. That's true. I, yeah, it's just so good, man. I, you know, the whole show don't tell. It's just fucking, it's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Like, they just she really does an do incredible good. job about, like, in this movie, she does an incredible job showing, like, and we we already mentioned this a couple of times, but she doesn't ex- really explain anything. She explains it through through visuals, and like, as a viewer, like, we are smart enough to understand what's going on, and she doesn't feel the need to dumb it down, which I feel like Bollywood does a lot. Yeah, it's great. She doesn't spoon feed us, which I really like. Do you have any other actors you want to shout out other than MC Cher? Just, the like, uncle. Characters? Is a bit character, I think. 
very yeah, briefly. Really he does a really good job in that role. It, and I the mean, mom, too, I feel like. The mom's also yeah, a really good was... actor. She's in Sacred Games and a bunch of other shows. Yeah, the mom does kill it. Like, you can really feel the emotion of of her and like the struggle she's going to going through. And there's one last character I want to talk about, and it's really flies under the radar because he's he has one line basically and he's there for like 10 seconds, but it's a Rahul Bose. And Rahul Bose is in this movie as the dad of the rich family. And oh, I didn't even in the notice car. that was Rahul Bose. Yeah, Damn. and it's it's it, it's not really a bit character because he's there for literally ten seconds. But yeah. I think his the way he delivers the line of like he's a graduate. Do you just want to be a graduate? You're not going to go anywhere in life. And it's just like this like I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. But he's just shitting on Murad, who's a graduate, trying to teach his daughter a lesson. And they're just this wealthy family. And he's yeah. literally there for it. That's it. And but that line just hits so different when you're watching it because it's like wow, their lives are just so radically different. You know, usually Bollywood is just so... It's like, I always say it's like a house style. You know, like, there's a certain affectation. But this is one of the movies you kind of look at and you're like, yeah, I know it's a movie, but it's real. Like, every character feels real. Like, uh, MC shares dad, like, only has one line, he feels real. Like, the third friend they talk to and, like, make a video about and he's like turn your big boss off like all that is real the die these real like all those like little characters who aren't even big enough to be like called like side characters are like extremely really really good and all the rappers we should mention all the rappers were real rappers and they are incredible in this movie yeah i i will definitely go into that when we talk about songs all right did you have any more mc share thoughts other than he's hot i feel like i've I've said a lot about it um but yeah he's he's just he's just so good and i think he's incredible for me wins the bunker to body award for this you know i actually would disagree with you i think siddharth chaturvedi isn't a big character yeah i think too big i think he's too big of a character i would actually give this to vijay raz he just kills it in his role i don't know every emotion he shows every little thing he says like you feel it even like the slaps I know this is a, it's a tough tough thing to like that they show on the screen is him like beating the wife and beating his kid but like the emotion that just goes through him just slapping one of the characters like the way he delivers it I don't know there's something about it like if someone else like if Amitabh Bachchan slaps someone it doesn't feel as real as when Vijay Ross slapped Ranveer yeah that's uh, true but I think he does an incredible job and I think he takes this award yeah, I think if I had to, I think you're right, actually. MC Share is too big. He was the revelation for me coming out of this movie. But if I can't pick him, I would pick, I'd pick Vijay Parma. I think I, I think he's just absolutely incredible. Yeah. I mean, both of them kill it in their roles. And it's interesting that you never see them on screen at the same time. Um, yeah, that's true. Which They're is interesting really that they both kill it. And and I will say, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say Sidan Chaturvedi is, is a big character, but I will say he's my favorite character in the whole movie. Yeah, me too. Like, he's the stand Easily, hands down. Yeah, he's incredible. All right, this is this will be fun, actually. The next category is con swap. Which character would you take out to swap in either Shah Rukh Khan, Amir Khan, or Salman Khan? <laughs> so it's hard. Yeah, this is a real tough one. I the mean, problem is I, they all overpower it, I think. I can't, you, I can't imagine taking... I can't imagine MC Share being anyone else. So, like, it's just out of the question for me to swap him out for any of these cons. I guess, I guess you could swap in. Of the three, my choice to swap in would be Amir Khan. Because he plays more serious roles well. Hmm. Um, so Who would, I, I who think, would you swap out, though? I don't know. I mean, the only logical choice would be Murad because Amir Khan. Amir Khan. I can't imagine switching out Vijay Raz's character. Yeah. So I would. I would say I guess Murad is Amir Khan, but like that, even that, like, just doesn't work. Yeah, that doesn't work. The thing is, Amir Khan used to be better than he has been now for the past ten years. Ever since PK happened, I think his eyebrows have just been stuck in that position. 
So every character he plays, <laughs> I have to just like have those weird facial expressions. So for that reason, I feel like I can't imagine Amir Khan. Oh god, that's so hard. I'd probably put Shah Rukh Khan in something. I feel like a wise mentor figure. <laughs> but he can't really be Sudan Chattavedi. He doesn't have the swagger to pull off any of these roles. Any of the rapping roles. I don't think Shah Rukh Khan has any of the swagger. Yeah. It's it's a different type of swagger. I mean, would Khan be, cool. be one of the rival if you rappers. Take, if you take out Sky and make uh, Shah Rukh Khan. Um, oh, the, that would be pretty person, dope. The person you meet. So you take out the whole like cheating thing and whatever. And he's he's a little more of a bit character, and he's like this rich producer guy. Yeah, I could see that. I would like that. Although I love Kalki Kalkin, so Kochin, Kochin, how are we whatever you pronounce. Yeah, that's. I think that's probably best. All right, for skippable song, there's a shit ton of songs. So maybe you could just go through like the main ones, and then we can pick which one is skippable and which one is our favorite. Yeah. So. I apologize if I butcher all of these singings or I'm gonna, I might be just singing the tunes because to be honest with you, I can't rap. But there's the first one, which is the which is called Usly Hip Hop, which is like the beatbox and when we are singing over it, which is like and he's just like rapping around all those people. Mm. Um, there's Duri, which is the first song which is introduced um, as a poem initially, which is the first song that he puts on YouTube. And I honestly, I couldn't even rap this song for you. I, I would just butcher it and I don't even know what he's saying. I can't pronounce it. And then there's Share Aya Share, which is the introduction song for MC Share, which we talked about earlier. And this one's great. You honestly all would remember this song if you just remember the <laughs> before the song. Uh, that part's, I mean, the, that that <laughs> part of the song is just so iconic. Like I, I only have to sing that part. I get annoys his, uh, his girlfriend by doing that. Yeah, she hates it. <laughs> She absolutely hates it. And then there's Mere Galime, which is the dual collaboration between MC Share and Ranveer Murad. Um, and it's the introduction to our podcast was the Yare Gali Boy. It's like the Mere Galime. Mere. That, that one's a good song. There's Azadi, which is kind of like just a, it's not actually a song they show on screen, but it's playing in the background of like a little montage. And it's the, and it's just kind of when we were walking through the city. And there's obviously the main Apna Time Aiga, which is I I've I learned this whole song when it came out. So I could sing it for you, but it's not worth it's not worth the mispronunciations, but it's Apna Time Aiga, Udra, whatever. There's India 91, which the Spotify version actually has a longer version of it. But in the song, in the movie, it's when Ranveer is coming to the rap battle slightly late. And they're kind of introducing some of the rappers that are going to be in the rap battle. And I really like this song because it's the kind of has like an Indian drum thing. And it's a bunch of rappers singing in chorus. And it's a biru kabota kidasitu biru. And it's like introducing like, it's like the. MC Otaf, and that one's pretty cool. And then there's the last one we have on the list, and, and there's many more after this, but the last one we chose on this list is Gubsikaptak, which is which is the duo collaboration between Sky and Ranveer. So I'll I'll just say right now, I think skippable for me is their first music video. So that's like Duri, his first music video. And my favorite, oh, man, uh, I think I, as I alluded to before, I have to go with Shira's introduction song. It's just badass. I really like a bunch of their songs. I like Up in a Time I Got, obviously. I like a bunch of it, but I, I think, I think those are my two picks. Solid picks. I mean, Share is objectively the, the best song, but I, I probably wouldn't choose that just because I don't want to give Sadat Chaturvedi too much for this podcast because I feel like he's just going to get every award if I give, was given the chance. Um, I feel like on in our wedding season one, we just like talked about how great Suresh Verma was in this one. Yeah. We always pick like one dude and we're like, it's just one character let's that go in. steals the show for us. Yeah. Um, my least favorite song is Gubsik Updak, which is just like a, I don't know, like my brother was saying, the whole plot, that whole subplot gets kind of long for me sometimes um, yeah. in a relative term. I, need to, I, I personally think it's good, but like, 
Sometimes I'm just like, can you get to the Siddharth Chaturvedi parts? <laughs> so I don't or really Safina like that club. Yeah, or Safina. My f- and people may think that Upnitamayaga is my favorite song just because that song is so incredibly hype. And I learned the whole song. I don't speak Hindi. I don't know how to speak Hindi, but I learned the whole song and the whole rap when this movie came out. But I actually would give my favorite song to India 91. Mm. And the reason I say that is because I think it's so dope how they introduce all these rappers. Yeah. And I just love the the chorus where it's like, e biru, kya bolta like, where are you from? What are you saying? Like, What's too. up, bro? So I really like that song. And that's, I think, the one I play the most like on Spotify and one of my playlists. The cool thing with this movie, too, is like the whole movie. There's one scene where MC shares like, you know, what? what is rap? It's rhythm. And it's poetry. You already have the poetry. Now you just need to learn a little bit of the rhythm. And you could see in the way this movie is edited, it's edited like there's always a soundtrack in music listening. And that song, especially India 91, you can feel the beat. And every movie has that. And it's really cool because there's one scene where Moeen like, says something in jail and he's like, that was almost a rap. And uh, it's great because like weirdly like, this movie, like just the link, because of Javed Uster's influence and all these people, it just all sounds like poetry. And I feel like the editing is the rhythm. Combined, it really feels like overall, the reason we didn't say like, probably like 30 of these songs is because the whole movie is that like, has that beat underneath it. Yeah, and, and even the dialogue of certain characters. So, like if you, if when I rewatch this movie and if you were to watch this movie, whether it be the first time or the second time, you move to the beat of Siddhant Chaturvedi's words. That's it's, true. It's very interesting. Like he, he, it seems like the way he talks is a rap. Like yeah. you could just take his dialogue and put it into a rap, and it would be a song. Like yeah. he just like moves with it, and he flows, and he he has this rhythm as he talks and explains things, which I think is super cool. And I do want to give a shout out to this music in general, because I mean this movie is about rap. It's the very first Bollywood movie ever to be made about Indian rap. It's probably the first movie ever in this world to be made specifically about Indian rap and underground rap. I I, I don't know that for sure, so don't hold me to that. But the cool thing about this movie and the cool thing that Zoya does so incredibly for this movie is that she deli- she basically was hands off on the music. She didn't do any of this music for oh, herself. Well. She didn't even get a specific music director to do this music. The music director is Divine. And Divine is this already well-known underground rapper. And so the reason I love India 91 so much is because those characters that you see in the movie, the people that he raps against, the people that are in these different rap battles, MC Thorford, Noxious, they're real, they're real rappers. They are mm-hmm. they live, breathe, sing, and they and they like they live, breathe, sing, rap. And that's who they are, and they're characters in this movie. And Zoya basically was like, hey, Divine, I'm giving you all this creative freedom. And so Divine basically got a crew of like his rappers, and I'm sure like his friends and all these people. And he said, let's make music for this movie. And so the reason this music is so good is because it's not Bollywood music. It's yep. pure underground rap. Um, and they incorporated it into the movie. And I'm sure they had to do some Bollywood-esque things here and there. But it's music made by actual Mumbai rappers, which I think is yeah. insanely cool. And India 91 gives you a chance to see those rappers. And it's like coming actual... from the people it's about, which is really cool. Yeah, and that, that's kind of what the whole theme of this movie is, is the rap comes from it's inside you, wherever you are, whether you're in the slums, whether you go to Berkeley School of Music, whether you have, I don't know, an abusive dad or you have no mother or whatever it is, like that rap is inside you. And I think it's cool that Zoya was like, I want this rap to be inside you. And so she chose these people to make the music. And India 91, if you listen to, I think I would strongly encourage everyone to go listen to the Spotify version of India 91, not the movie version, because there's, it features, I think, like six rappers. And they all have their own beat and they all have their own own, uh, verses but it flows into this one song and I think it's dope. So like during the first rap battle, we didn't talk about the scene, but Murad goes to rap battle and he's just like leaves. Like he can't say anything. He chokes. And then after MC Sher says something to him where he's like, I forgot exactly the line, but it's so good where he's like, everybody was broke and hungry. And they use that hunger to make their art. Like he says something like that. It's a wonderful line. 
And I think that you can feel that in all of these things. And I will give a shout out to like, there's a scene where tourists come in, which is a hilarious scene to visit Taravi and the daddy is like asking for money and he raps Nas at the tourist. But I remember the first time I watched it, even this time, when he puts the music in and it's like, every day I, and it's that ASAP Rocky song. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? What? There's an ASAP Rocky like song in this movie. It's so weird. And uh, it really set the theme. It's really funny. I I don't know how many people know this. I don't even know if you know this, but I've, I saw this movie three times in theaters. Oh, I um, Within the span of Dude, like we two watch months. it one time together? Yeah, we watched it one time together. I watched it again uh, with a couple of my friends. Um, and then I watched it again with Swap because we were like, this movie's so dope. I watched it three times in theaters. And that one scene always just hits. It's just such a like good scene. I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, this movie's going to be so dope. Yeah, no, I, I love that scene. And it it is ironic, I will say. Like like Anikid was saying, like it was very authentic. And if you notice all the rap battles, which like this is what rap's about, right? Like it's always calling out people for being fake. Like that's a big thing. And even at the beginning of the movie, you figure out how much Ranveer uh, Murad likes rap because he's like like shitting on the rap that's coming through the car. He's like, what is this? Merashu, Meragai, like Meragadi, like this is like not rap, you know? And I do think it's funny that out of all those, they decided to pick Every Day by ASAP Rocky, which by no means is like a legit authentic song. So I think that's kind of funny. It's a good ass song though. I started listening to that all the time after this movie came out. I didn't really listen to it at all before yeah, Billy Boy. Song. It's weird to think that the reason I started listening to ASAP Rocky wasn't because ASAP Rocky, it was because of Gully Boy. That is insane. That's pretty cool, though. I know you had some fun facts, stuff you could be wrong about. What is some of that stuff? So we're into the I could be wrong, many people's favorite section of this podcast, where I say nonsense and you correct me. My favorite part of the podcast (laughs) and that one other listener that we have. So, yeah, right off the bat, a lot of these I could be wrongs, I don't even know if they're well-known or not because I've maybe seen so many videos about this movie and researched so much about it that it's just second nature to me. But the first fun fact about this movie is that the movie is actually inspired by the lies of Nazi and Divine. And we don't see either of them on screen. Or we actually see Divine kind of at the very end. He's the announcer of the final battle of the five um, before oh. Abnett Amayaga is saying. So he's actually yeah. him. But it's inspired by the lies of Navy, Nazi and um, That's it. And a cool thing about, and another cool fun fact about both of those is the song Mere Galime, which is kind of slept on, honestly, in this movie. It's a great song, but it's it was played so much that I, I kind of felt it was overplayed. They actually, the original song is written by Nazi and Divine and came out five years before this movie came out. Hmm. And they basically redid it for the movie. And the movie's version of it became extremely popular and no one realized that on YouTube, there's another video of these two, almost exactly same music video. Yeah, it's um, like shot filmed, for shot almost. Yeah, filmed in the streets of Mumbai and everything. And Divine actually sings all of MC Share's parts, which is a cool fun fact. And Ranveer sings all of the parts that Nazi would have sang. And this kind of leads mm-hmm. into my next fun fact is Ranveer raps all the music that his character raps. And I think that's dope. Like he learned all of the music. And... Zoya actually wanted someone that knew rap and listened to rap and sang rap. And Runbeer was like, I love rap. I love hip hop. And so he decided to learn all of his rap. And this circles back to my hot take. I think he did a way better job than Divine did. And then I, I think you might know a little bit more about this than I do, but the movie was actually shot in the Dharavi of Mumbai. So they talk about Dharavi Satra a lot, which is where Murad's character is from, and it's actually shot in the slums area. But what they did is they actually built a set of the slum in the slums. And so, I don't know, did you want to talk more about this? No, I just think we got to give a shout out to the production design, which is incredible in this movie. The fact that they built that out is wild. You know, it's won a bunch of Filmfare Awards, and I love this movie, so I think it deserved a lot of them, but it definitely deserve the production design yeah i think it's just insane that they went to the slums and recreated it for this yeah for a screen i think it's wild this 
Next, I could be wrong, is really funny. And I think you guys will find this really funny just based off of how this podcast is played out. But Ranbir Kapoor, so R-A-N-B-I-R, Ranbir, was offered the role of MC Cher. But he didn't want to be second fiddle to Ranbir Singh. He didn't want to be the second biggest star. And I, I don't know, I just literally can't imagine anyone but Sidan Chaturvedi playing MC Cher. That would have been so bad. It would have been, so been horrible. Bad. And it it's funny that he says that he didn't want to take it because he didn't want to be second fiddle because it's so clear that if he was Sidan Chaturvedi's role, if he was MC Cher, he would have 100% been, 100% have been second fiddle to Ranveer Singh. Whereas yeah. Sidan Chaturvedi is 100% top fiddle, where Ranveer Singh is second fiddle to him. And that's I think true. that's so fascinating. Yeah, that's that's the wildest fact that you told me. I, I that's yeah. it's insane. And then my last fun fact, and this is this is a fun fact, and it's I, I find it really funny because it's also about our boy MC Share. But Zoya actually discovered Sidant at a party, and I don't know what the circumstances of this party was, but she really just liked his style and the way he carried himself, and so she asked him to come to an audition. He didn't audition for the role out of his own doing, Zoya brought him to That's audition so for the sick. role and he got it. And it was his, and, and I mean, no one had ever heard of this guy before. It was, this movie is his breakout role. Yeah. It, he wasn't it was introducing. In, yeah. Literally his first Bollywood movie ever. And it's crazy to think that Zoya just found him at a party and liked him. Yeah. This is a good uh, lesson that you should just, when you're walking outside, just try to look at your best. Don't be yeah, wearing any be of those joggers. <laughs> hey, Yo, yo, I, I moved on to Lulu pants, bro. Oh, okay. You haven't, you haven't got up in the world. Yeah, bro. That's no the relationship upgrade for joggers. <laughs> Every person I know who gets in a relationship is like, I don't wear joggers anymore, dog. I wear Lulu's. Like, bro, it's worth the investment. Lulu will sponsor us. Yeah. Lulu and Taco <laughs> Bell should sponsor us. Yeah. All right. So we, right. we did a top three for Ranveer on the 83 podcast. So you can listen to that one. Alia, we're going to do Dear Zindaki in the near future. So we're going to talk about her. There are a bunch of characters in this movie that just haven't made enough movies. Like Sudan Chaturvedi, for example. Like We haven't seen Kairania. Is that how you say it? Anyway, we haven't, see- we haven't seen that movie. And uh, Vijay Verma hasn't made enough movies that I watched. So we're only going to do one for Zoya, which we're going to probably do at least three out of the four Zoya movies on this. I'll do my top three rankings. And this one's hard because I like all our movies, but I have to put Zindagi number one, which was just like a revelation the first time I watched it. I think I watched it senior year in my high school. And it, I had a speech that I was writing at the time to be an Eagle Scout, basically. And it was like hugely influential on my speech. Like it made me think a lot. Like I absolutely loved it. I love Javed Akhtar's poetry. And a lot of the elements I feel like that work in Gully Boy, like the poetry, like the amazing dialogues, like the scenes where they show rather than tell, like she was first starting to like realize and figure out. And it also has great bit characters like Nusdin Shah. So we'll talk about that movie more. That's probably number one. It's really hard for me to pick number two. I think it's really, really close, but I think Dildaraknado would be number two and then Gully Boy would be number three. So we'll talk more about Dildaraknado on a different podcast. But those could switch. Like, in a week or a day or a month, I could be like, nah, Goalie Boy's number two. So th- those would be my top three. What are yours? So this is might might be the, the hardest top three I will ever do in my life. Besides maybe Christopher Nolan, Zoya Akhtar is the hardest top three. And, and because Zindagi, Dildaraknado, and Goalie Boy are three of my favorite Bollywood movies of all time. Because, and like, I like what you said, like next week, I'll probably think Zindagi is my favorite. And the following week, I'll probably think Dil Tadakno is my favorite. But I think because we've been talking about it so much and it's about music and, and, and it just hits the spot, I would put Gully Boy number one. It's actually the one I've rewatched the most just because I was like, screw it, let's put Gully Boy on. Um, so I think I would yeah. put Gully Boy one and I would put Zindagi and Amelie Dilbara two. And then I'd pull Dil Tadakno three. The problem is the movies are just so different. So you can't really compare them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can compare them as Zoya movies, but she 
does everything she does different things well in different movies so it's like can you really even rank the three but i think yeah that would be my ranking for now um, but i honestly after we do zindagi no Gidobara and we talk about it and we analyze it and we rewatch it i think that's going to be number one when we do my pod and we rank so the movies again and same for those that are though so it's like it, this it's, it's just too hard of a question yeah it'll be cool when we do it to see if, if things have changed what uh what are your final thoughts about the movie my final thoughts are listen to the music. I think if if you aren't if you aren't going to watch this movie just yet and I strongly recommend you watch this movie. I think you're truly missing out on an experience if you don't watch this movie. But if you want to ease your way into it, listen to the music. It's incredible. If you like rap, which I feel like a lot of people do, a lot of people in our generation love rap and and if you love Bollywood music, you should definitely listen to this music and I I haven't what's the word? promoted the music as much as i would like to which is saying a lot because i talked about it a lot earlier but listen yep. to it get on itunes give us a like and then listen to the music right after nice yeah i i agree i mean i could have talked about like java doctor's poetry about the dialogues and the slang bombay slang the production design we sort of referred to the actors like cinematography literally everything about this movie is incredible and well done we can talk for hours about it thing i loved about zoya Akhtar is like you know it's like that idea that everyone has like four chords or whatever you know like everyone has the same notes basically to play and it's the way you play them that makes it interesting and for whatever reason i feel like she plays the chords in a way that makes me want to listen i know all the beats i know what's going to happen at the end like i know Murad's going to succeed but the way she does it i think it's just really good and really phenomenal and i think a lot of that's just like the way the movie's made and like it really feels like there's like a you know like a real soul or like a, a beating heart to this movie so yeah i mean i i think we both absolutely love this movie normally we end with something really dumb but i will say this time i'll say that um you know if your uh dreams don't match your reality change your reality to match your dreams see you in the next podcast